That's a sick guy. Uh, is that Kingdom Hearts? Oh, dude, you know, bro. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. I remember that game. Uh, it was on PlayStation 2. It came out. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a sick game. Yeah. You ever play it before? Not really. I just remember seeing a commercials for it. I saw my friends play it. I didn't really ever buy it, but it was a really cool game. It's yeah. like Disney themed and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I fuck with it. That's badass. But we just remodeled this whole room. Uh-huh. And you're the first. You two are the first ones to come on to Controvert Podcast with it all remodeled. Mm-hmm. So Very I cool. added like the skateboard, this Kingdom Hearts. Because the cool. thing with, with Controvert, we want to focus on controversy, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the things, a lot of the themes that you'll find that we're going to put on is controversy. So you see how this guy, he's going into the darkness. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's wearing like more of a black robe. Um, the guy on top, he's like the light fighting the darkness which is kind of crazy so you see the moon Mm heart-shaped moon and then the sun at the bottom so it's Mm -hmm. like complete opposites we also have other things we're we're gonna put like more um just like just fire and ice stuff but we didn't have Mm -hmm. time for that behind me we have this um i love that show you guys you guys know we bear bears right so grizz and then ice bear is like complete opposite pan pan yeah. So I put Pan Pan over here because you know I'm Panda. So yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> so, so imagine so when it when it cuts the short out, uh-huh. I also get the Panda in the back. So ah, very cool. Up. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Today, have a special guest, Cam. Mm-hmm. Is that your name? Full name? Yeah, or- so Cameron is my full name, but uh, I also go by Coach Grand Cam and also Grand Cam as my internet alias name. Sick. And then your beautiful girlfriend's name? Atiana. Atiana. Cool. Hi. <laughs> Brief introduction. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. So I do, I'm a, I'm a coach and I grew up in Los Angeles, currently residing in the state of Arizona. Um, first of all, I want to say I'm very grateful and humbled to be on this podcast with you guys. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and to have Atiana with me. And I do coaching for men. I also started coaching women as well on the inner healing of, uh, of life. And anything from the past that's holding anyone back, uh, I like to help them get over it so they can find a quality person in their life and create a meaningful relationship and eventually get into marriage. Sick, man. So I got a question for you, bro. Um, what do you think about Andrew Tate? Because you're wearing the shades like him, bro. So are, are you yeah. like super against him or you agree or? I wear my shades because that's what I like to do. I don't yes. wear my shades based off. <laughs> I don't wear my shades based off uh, Andrew Tate. I see yeah. how it looks good on Andrew Tate. And I believe that Andrew Tate should also wear the shades. It looks good on him. But I like to wear it because like when I'm in the club. Uh, I like to wear when I'm out and about, I just do my thing. And the shades is just who I am. It's part of my vibe. Yeah. You know, when I met my girlfriend, Atian as well, we were in a nightclub in Arizona, Old Town, uh, Scottsdale is a great place. We were both wearing our shades as well. And uh, we looked at each other like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and we just hit it off. And yeah. just a really quick uh, introduction for her. She also does modeling and um, she signed. And, you know, I'm just here to support her on her journey. And we create a beautiful life together. Sick. So you guys moved to L.A. because... We currently live in Arizona, but we are planning on moving to L.A. She's getting a lot of business in L.A. Cool. Yeah, I brought up the sunglasses thing because I wore sunglasses before on Uh the podcast. Uh We had this one session where we didn't have the lights figured out. It was just shining in our eyes. And I I wore it. And then 
some of our friends was like, dude, are you trying to be agitated? I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, dude? This is bright, man. What are you talking about? You know, it's hurting my eyes, man. This doesn't mean I'm agitated, dude. Chill out. Yeah. Anyways. I can talk about it a little bit on the question you asked about Andrew Tate as well. Like, yeah. what's your support on him? A lot of people ask me that. I get a lot of questions from uh, even girls even ask that. What do you think about Andrew Tate? My thing about Andrew Tate is that I do believe that he has some uh, some good advice. Do I believe 100% in him? Absolutely not. As I don't believe 100% anybody, right? The only thing that I trust is my... I trust people that have uh, experience in things and wisdom that I can rely on. Yep. And I do believe that one thing I do, I'll say that I agree with him is the work ethic aspect, right? I think a little bit of some, some of the things he says a little bit too harsh, uh, but I'm not like, Oh my God, I'm going to be whiny and be like, you're, you're a toxic masculine. You know, I don't think like that, but overall I think he's a good enough role model for men. Cool. Cool. Okay. I have some things to say about that, but if you're, mm-hmm. but before that, I would like to introduce the podcast. Welcome back to the Controvert Podcast, where we talk about growth motivation, modern dating, and crazy stories. My name is Panda. I'm your host, and this is co-host, Daylin. What's up? All right. So we already did the introductions, and what I want, I, w- I want to get back to you on that. So mm-hmm. you know how Andrew Tate, he says, like, you got to make money, and like, right. you got to make money so that you could actually get the girls. So what mm-hmm. do you think about that? I do not believe you need to get the money to get the girls, right? Because this is kind of like a carrot and the stick situation, right? So if I have a bag of, if I have to envision myself like, okay, hot girls like right over there, right? Let's just say, let's use my girlfriend in this example. If I have that mindset, right? And I see Atiana at the club, I think to myself, okay, well, I don't have, let's say a million dollars, right? I may be making six figures, but let's just say I don't have a million dollars. If I don't have a million dollars, I am not at the position where I can talk to her or get her to be want to be led by me or be in a relationship with me because I don't have all the money. I don't have all the resources. Mm-hmm. What got us, and I would love to hear your response on this, what I got, what I have focused on was saying, okay, how is she looking at me? Is she respectful to me? Does she love my, like my sense of humor? Is she present, so responsive? Is she open to my seduction? So if I'm flirting with her, she's not like, oh, I'm not interested, right? She was. Everything was just smooth with us. And overall attraction. In this moment that we're spending together, does she look at me in a way that I'm looking at her, right? So money goes out the window. She's, she doesn't know how much money I make, nor does she ever ask me at that point. She just cared about the foundational attraction, attraction qualities mm. that we care for one another. Cool. So a question that I get asked a lot is that, Panda, I mean, don't you think sometimes... <laughs> you got to pay and show you have money so that you could actually get the girl because you're competing with all these guys, right? right. What, do you, what do you have to say about that? Because I, me personally, I don't know if you've seen my channel, but mm. I talk about a lot with you shouldn't, men should not pay for dates because it's fostering an environment where it's like superficial mm-hmm. kind of money-based relationship. It should be kind of like a level, uh, equal level grounded relationship, not something based on money. So what do you have to say about that? Like men that are kind of um at a disadvantage because they're not paying they're not showing they have a lot of money all that stuff well i mean i think it's all contextual based right so for me our first day was just going to cold stones ice cream in a shopping center and we also wound up going to dave and busters because the vibe was just good i was just planning on taking her on an ice cream date but it just continued and wanted to continue because i was like man her and i are reviving very well uh i i don't think I don't think, again, like you don't need to showcase anything. You just need to show who you are. And deep down, fundamentally, 
I want my authenticity and my transparency and my consistency, my character to be the light that shines the most over how much money I have, because there are a lot of rich guys out there and they are very shallow. I don't want to, and the way I represent my brand and my clients, I have a lot of guys that say, Oh, you need to have the, you have all these things, the six sixes or, you know, the, these kind of resources. And I'm like, well, you know, do you think rich guys get girls then? Oh, of course. So do poor guys. Middle class men get it too. Yeah. All ethnicities, black men, white men, Persian. I'm Persian. Persian men get all kinds of girls and stuff like that too. It just again, it's on the character. So what you're saying? Remember, remember that video we talked about on text. I don't know. Yes, the, yes. I was in Argentina yeah. when I made that. Yeah, I remember you have that. You make yeah. 300k to actually get a woman, or like yes. you have to pay 300 dollars to actually get like to make sure you get the the girl right right get laid or whatever i forgot what it was i don't know <laughs> higher likelihood to get laid if you pay at least 300 dollars on a date i think was the video yeah yeah and I, so you disagree with that oh 100 percent. because here's a, the short answer to this is that i want when i was taking Atiana on a date right I wanted to make sure that if she was going to be intimate with me, it's because she wants me, not because of how much I spent on her. I don't want her to ever think on her first date that it's like, oh my God, he paid so much money for me. So now I feel inclined to sleep with him. Mm-hmm. That's what my, con- I mean, if I'm going to spend $300 a date, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on women yeah. to sleep with the guy. I, I believe that. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like quid pro quo. Hey, I paid $300. Give it up now. You know, I'd rather just be like ice cream, low investment. Yeah. It gives her opportunity to bounce if she's not feeling me. And it gives me an opportunity to bounce if I wasn't feeling her. Yeah. Sorry, Daylene, you have something to say, man. Uh, yeah, in, so, in some sort of way, wouldn't you kind of say that like having a little bit of money does open up a little bit more opportunity? Opportunity you? in terms of what, though, Daylen? Like, I, I know you said that there's like uh, different types or there's like different types of um, girls out there and like what they want, what you want. Like, it's all like um, subjective, right? Absolutely. So basically, I was just wondering like, Bottom line, if you have more money, it does open up more uh, opportunities for you, right? Well, depending on like just like everything like. Okay, so does it open up opportunities to get you to be able to spend money at like a nicer lounge as opposed to like a dive bar? Sure. But at the end of the day, money only goes so far, right? Because if I'm Mm -hmm. a guy, right? If I met Atiana at a lounge, like I told her, hey, let's go to this upscale lounge. Mm And she says, sure. And then she could tell within the first few moments, like, yeah, I'm going to sleep with Cam or no, I'm not going to sleep with Cam. Yeah, I'm going to probably kiss him or no, I'm not going to kiss him. Can you confirm that? I would love to hear your <laughs> response. Baby, for She's been quiet, so I, I want yeah, to hear that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I confirm that. I think that as a woman, if a guy like takes you on an expensive date, like, and his energy is not there. Like, you can tell that he just is trying to show off and he's like hollow inside. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for me, I mean, I was just into Cam off the bat. Like he could have took me anywhere, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so if we went to an upscale restaurant or, you know, the like the low investment, I still would have liked him because the energy is there. So mm. yeah. yeah. So oftentimes I see like rich men not getting any success. I think it's probably because of like the lack of energy or do you even say like there's a lack of confidence that rich men could have with girls? Yeah, yeah, their confidence, Panda, is uh, because I have a lot of money that entitles me to a certain kind of outcome. And they're not going based off who they are, their source of their identity, right? That's why like Atiana was saying, if he took me anywhere, expensive, not expensive, like I was still into him because I went based off, do you like me for me? 
right? And I think a, a lot of guys at the end of the day, they don't want to get used. A rich guy doesn't want to get used, right? They want to they want to be like, okay, cool. I feel like here's the thing, Dalen, right? Like you're all talking about opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yes, opportunities do open for provisioning, right? Mm -hmm. So if I can provide my lady, right? For example, I bought her expensive things. I bought her not expensive things before. So if I have more money, guys, like I can then provide, let's say Louis Vuitton or a steak dinner, as opposed to eating, let's say, I don't know, like Subway sandwiches, like more often, right? It could be less expensive. It could be less of the expensive stuff or less expensive stuff and more of the expensive things. I totally agree with you, Cam. But like I uh, like you said before, there's different types of girls, different types of lifestyles each girl likes Absolutely. or wants. Some of them can't settle for a subway. They want a, like five star meal or something like that. So I feel like it all depends like on your situation and the type of girl and type of person you are as well. It does. And you're absolutely right, Dalen. There are women out there that are going to be like, like the whole Cheesecake Factory thing. You got the Cheesecake Factory girl, right? Okay. So, <laughs> right? Hey, Cheesecake Factory is luxury to me, man. I can't afford that, bro. I'm gross. I, I work at McDonald's, man. I can't afford that shit. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Shout out to Cheesecake Factory. But, you know, the whole thing for me, I believe that that woman, yes, everyone's entitled to their standards. Everyone's entitled to exactly what they want. But the thing for me is like, look, I like luxury things and I like also things that are very simple, right? In the moment for me, what's more important is that uh, for, let's just say we're giving advice here on guys like know what you're into right if you like women that are into the super expensive fancy stuff then yeah you got to work on certain things to be in the right environment to meet those kind of women are you going to find the upscale women in dive bars most likely not so if you're like low on money and you want to go meet those super fancy looking women with like diamond you know gold you know gold chains or something like whatever right you're going to need to step it up and get prepared to pay for drinks that are at minimum fifteen to twenty dollars every single time. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a really good point on where I could like transition to this, talking about this high interest. So you had this video right here. Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and change to that. High interest women are the only type of women you should be talking to. The thing is, a lot of guys are chasing after women, and chasing is a never-ending uphill battle. Going forward, if you want a better quality of life with better quality people, you got to be better quality yourself, which means you need to have boundaries and standards for the kind of people that are invited into your life. If you're still having difficulty to figure out whether a woman is high interest, send me a direct message. I got you. Hi. All right, so... Dalen, you, you want to ask this first? All right, so first question I got for you, Cam, is what, what is a high-interest woman? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused about this. Yeah, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah a a high-interest woman in, in my in my eyes is a woman that is – I have this uh, concept called the five pillars of compatibility. Mm -hmm. So I was referring to it earlier. So it's uh, does she have respect for me? Is she open to my seduction? Is she overall attracted to me? Is she responsive, meaning is she present? And does she like my sense of humor? These five things on a foundational level work from the beginning and they work throughout a relationship and a marriage as well. And even being parents as well to children. Five pillars. Damn, that sounds intense, man. It's like some uh, enlightenment Siddhartha Gautama. <laughs> old path or about to start dude. a movement. Damn, dude. <laughs> What the hell? Are you going to label that like Coach Cam? It's on, hey guys, it's on Teachable. It's on my online platform for my videos. And I talk about this even maybe one of my other reels. I think I talked about it too. But yeah, that's a high interest woman. Uh, and that's a high interest woman right there. That's what defines it. So another question is, would you like, would you have to uh, constantly chase a high interest woman? Or 
um, would a high interest woman chase you? I don't want, okay, this is very important to distinguish this. I never, ever, ever want my girlfriend to chase me, ever. Nor do I want my girlfriend to ever feel that I'm chasing her. Right, I see the look on his face. No, I said no. After you finish the second part, I know, I know where you're headed. Wait, but kind of. I was like, wait, what? I'm I'm a little confused about that. So, (laughs) absolutely, you. So, you think that men should not chase women? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not. Nor should women chase men. But okay, like for example, asking a girl out on days isn't that? That is not chasing. That is me. Okay, here let's let's talk about that. Right, very good question, Pandas. So, let's say I ask Atiana. Okay, hey, would you like to go on a date with me? And then she says, um, yes. That was not a chase. Now, if I say, hey, Atiana, would you like to go on a date with me? And she says, mm, I'll think about it or like, no, not really. You're not my type. Well, well why not? Why not, baby? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I can't call her baby yet. Why not, Atiana? Why, why don't you go on a date with me? Is it because I'm short? Is it because I don't have enough money? Is it because I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I don't know, like anything, right? When I get into that kind of state, that's a chasing state because I'm so desperate and thirsty. Like, Please go on a date <laughs> yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is I chasing. Yeah, I got you now. And, and, and I'll say this from her end, right? Okay, guys. So we started off as friends when we met each other, right? I told her, let's be friends. And she's like, okay. So what ended up happening is the next day I was at the club with her and she comes up to me and she says, hey, Cam, just want to let you know, like, I'm into you. Now, would that be considered chasing? Absolutely not. She had the boldness and the courage what usually women don't do she told me i'm into you and i said great i'm into you too and those are two people that are in alignment guys they're harmonious with one another now if i said no i'm not interested well why not camp back to my example about you know vice versa in the roles then yeah that's chasing okay well very how about like this like if a guy wanted to get like a high value woman mm-hmm. for example like those boss babes those mm-hmm. empowered women okay <laughs> Women who make a lot of money and right. think they have a sense of authority. Independent women. Yeah. Independent women. What if their type is just like that? What do you have as a suggestion for that? Because what if they just want to keep going for that and then they love the self-torment? Because now we're heading down this path of like modern society where men just love to get spat in the mouth. <laughs> spat, in, spat in their mouth and slapped in the face, whatever. It's right. like, what the fuck is going on? So... I mean, I recently dealt with this where a friend, he just keeps chasing women who don't appreciate him. I mm-hmm. keep telling him. And he's like, that's just my type. And how do you get someone out of that? Uh, wow, very good yes. question. I love that question. So you get a guy out of that by having him first begin with humility. He has to admit that that's a problem, that he's dealing with women that are not respecting him. If you chase after women that don't respect you, you re- don't respect yourself. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. If yep. you and there's and I'm telling you, um, I hope your friend, uh, it's your friend you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really hope he finds help on this, because that is a that is a void he's trying to fill. Self love is the key to finding a meaningful relationship. Both Atiyah and I become so from dude. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Atiana, thank you. Atiana oh and I, we both come from different different upbringings, different backgrounds, different families, different altogether. But the thing that kept us together and even brought us together universally, I know this might sound a little sappy, but it was really the whole self-love thing. Because if I didn't appreciate myself, she'd be like, yeah. oh, this guy just doesn't seem confident. And that's where confidence comes in too. Because I am so obsessed with who I am in a healthy way. She's like, oh my God, I can appreciate a man that stands up for himself and, and carries himself so well. But- do you think self-love could also be a little bit toxic as well? Because you're just caring about yourself and it becomes selfish at that point. Because I've mm-hmm. seen women where they preach about the self-love. I think women preach about it more than men, right? Self-love. 
And then it ends up being where she only cares about what the guy is providing for her. She's not in the right relationship if she's thinking like that. It's all about the providing thing because, look, congratulations, you provided, but, like, what else? Like, she's determining the man's value just only off provisioning. That's not a woman who wants to be in a relationship. She just wants to be, like, nourished through, like, money, gifts, right? Because I want to provide more than just, like, provisioning for Atiana. I want to be a source of leadership, guidance. I want to be a role model to her. I want to be able to be intimate with her. And I want us to be, like, really in alignment uh, just on a spiritual level and just on a very granular level where it's not like, hey, Atiana, I only like you because you're hot. And, like, the first thing I saw when I saw Atiana, I'm like, damn, this girl's super attractive. Like, God, oof, oof. She is my type. And then I said, okay, beyond the makeup and beyond the beauty and everything – what else can she provide for me and how can I provide for her? Mm -hmm. So that's how I got to where we are now in our relationship. Can I answer your question about the boss babe thing too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you Let's know, the boss babe type women, like I think a really important thing to realize is how did we even get to the point of conversation to find out the girl's a boss babe? And how do we even get to the point of conversation to find out she makes six figures, for example? It's a very good question, but it's also we got to understand the background of as to why it was even asked because – Atiana could have been a six-figure earner. She could have been like, maybe she is or not. It doesn't. That's not the point, though, right? She could have been a boss babe. But if I like, but the thing is, the way I carry myself, I don't care about those things in the beginning. I just want to know: Are we based on the five pillars of compatibility? Compatible, right? And if she's like bringing up her job a lot, yeah, you know, I make six figures and I don't need no man. I'm like, eh. I'm like, eh. like that kind of sounds like one of, one of our friends, bro. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like that would get me unattracted by her if she was started going off oh. like that. And I'm pretty sure she would be unattracted by me if that I'm like, your role is funny though. Yeah. If I'm like, if I'm going up to her, like, I'm like, I'm like, hey girl, like, how are you doing? Just want to let you know I make six figures. I'm she'll be like, okay, you know, like. <laughs> I'll be some cornball oh stuff, right? God. Super cornball. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but guys do that more, though. Oh, know? 100%. Yeah. And it's cheesy. I laugh at it when I see it. I'm like, wow, what, is, what an idiot. That's the first thing I think when I see that. But, but what if their type is just they like girls that make a lot of money, though? Like those high-value girls. That's women. fine. That's fine. I mean, but my, my thing is, like, let's just, I can't judge a man for saying that he likes a girl that wants to make a lot of money. Okay. Then I'll say, oh, but why do you want a girl that makes a lot of money? And if he says, like, well, you know, because I'm lazy and I don't want to work, I'm like, okay, bro, like, that's that's a little a little messed up because now you're not putting in the work. What if it's, like, he works a lot and he uh -huh. also makes good money, but it's just because he wants someone to kind of match him so that yeah. they can have a prosper. Because, you that, know, in Asian culture, I'm uh -huh. pretty sure in probably... Iranian know, culture, yeah. Iranian culture, it's like, you got to find someone the same style status and like it's like kind of like that term where uh, a king could turn a peasant into like a queen mm -hmm. but for chinese culture right like it's like no we got it we we don't date peasants like we have to be the same level or it's like peasants just date peasants something like that right and i i think that's the thing because some uh -huh. people are so influenced by the stigma mm -hmm. and so they think they have to find someone who also makes a lot of money or come from a really good background mm -hmm. so they're so focused on this so like if they're constantly chasing that that type and just getting belittled, how how do they get out of that? Well, we're talking about culture here, right? Like our backgrounds are very has a lot of history. For me, one thing I had to get out of, right? This is gonna answer your guys' question. One thing I had to really understand is that okay, I'm Iranian and I'm but I'm born American, right? But I'm still like very in touch with my Iranian heritage. Yep. I realized, okay. Cool, congratulations, Cam. You are Iranian by heritage, but that doesn't define your identity, 
right? And I think this goes with any kind of skin color you have or any kind of look that you have. Like you can't be defined by your looks uh, as everything. You can't be defined as your culture as everything. I define myself by what's up here and my name. Right, because this fingerprint right here is a unique fingerprint that no one else has. Just like everybody else here on this podcast, like we're all unique in our own way. So that answers the question on the cultural stigma thing, right? And then if a guy wants to have a woman that makes equal money, because let's just say here's a good example: Hey Cam, um, I want to have a woman that makes the same amount of money as me. Okay, great. Why? Well, it's because like I want to have a family. She wants to have a family and we both want to have kids relatively soon and we both make six figures. Okay, great. You can provide for children. That's, a, that's that's fine. But you're not defining this whole relationship just based off money, right? Because the one thing I want to you know warn this gentleman if, if he does do that is that the, the, the money thing only goes so far, right? Because let's just say the honeymoon phase is over. We get to realism in a, in a relationship. Well, in that, in that point, the honeymoon phase is going to get over. It's going to be over and everything gets screwed up because now he just wanted to date her solely because of how much money she makes. Yeah. And she was, let's say, attractive enough, but they're not really authentically present with each other. That was is it possible warning. for them to foster that though throughout time? Absolutely, like, 100%. But again, it's it's like when I first met Atiana, right? I'm like, hot, attractive, cool. But like after that, I stopped thinking about it. Now, do I see her every day? I'm like, she just had a makeup collaboration today. And when I looked at her, I'm like, God damn, babe. I just yelled it out when I saw her when she was coming out of the yeah, building. Yeah. And, you know, yes, Dalen, like it reinforces every time. She always she always wants to know like, hey, is Cam still thinking of me the same exact way? And I'm like, yeah, baby. And she can ask me that question every freaking day if she wants. And I don't mind that because I love that she cares about my opinion on this. And it's coming from a healthy place, in my opinion. I don't think it's coming from anything Do you think else. for like the boss base, like they might have like a attitude where it's like, like an alpha attitude. And then they have to have like a beta dude always like sucking their toes. <laughs> and then it's just like then the women actually hypergamy i think you talked about this before she would want to move on to like the next guy who's better but yeah that, I, that's the thing i always yeah. i was always confused about that because alpha alpha people attract beta people right so if a boss babe wants a guy then it would want she would want a kind of a beta dude that's always sucking on her toes but <laughs> then he wouldn't make that much money but okay say for example he does oh fuck i'm, I'm going you're good bro this. you're good i love i love <laughs> say, this this is awesome say, say for example <laughs> He makes a lot of money, but he's uh -huh. beta. Okay. Like his attitude is a beta dude. Yeah. And she's alpha. Right. Do you think that would work out? Do you recommend him continue chasing her? It can work out if that's the reality he wants, right? But if he's like trying to fill in the void with like money, then he's screwed. Now there are guys out there, yeah, they want women that are more domineering. They there's like I know people of men that they're like, yeah, I like my woman to make decisions at the restaurant for me. For example, Atiana's on like, she said, baby, can you order something for me? I love that dynamic more. And will I ever settle and compromise if I wasn't dating Atiana? To be in a relationship with a woman that she's like, she's like, I'm gonna order for you. I'm like, hell freaking no, you're not ordering for me, right? I'll be immediately out of that situation in a heartbeat. But that's why her and I, I we get along would. so well. Yeah, most guys would. Yeah, most guys don't like really alpha or boss babe. I, I don't like it either. I'm very much yeah. against it, but I'm not going to judge a man who wants that. Like if a man wants that, I'm like, I want to know why he wants that though. It's very yeah. important. It comes from a good place. For sure. And I guess like, let's move on to like the next can we, thing. Can well. we actually bring up something? She wants to add something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add to this. I think respect is one of the main things. Like an alpha woman, um, like with beta men, like she just doesn't have respect for him. Yep. So she's he's like a peasant, you know? And if it's a guy that she has respect for, another like alpha dude, um, yep. then she's gonna be more 
like inclined to not be so like masculine and like oh i need to order for you and Wouldn't like they butt heads though because some people with strong personalities is just set in stone right? i mean they could but if they're in alignment with each other then everything will be cohesive you so know? you think that alphas can be with alphas i do i do mm. okay okay i think awesome. that i mean it de also depends on how you define like alpha yeah because you can be an alpha and still you know like for me i feel like i'm an alpha woman but that doesn't mean that i overstep my man you know like mm. he still is in his masculine and i'm in my feminine and it's just a harmonious kind of thing so or recently i came up with this idea like for example you could be alpha i'm an engineer right mm -hmm. so i could be alpha at like engineering like mechanical stuff mm. and then i was recently going on a date with a girl she's a dentist and then she could be more alpha with like the bio biology or science stuff right so she would understand those and so things that would apply to like medicine like probably treating like kids like our kids if we do have kids then she could help with that and then me i could fix the car all that bullshit, right so there's like different levels of alphaness and different applicability so i think that is important as well um do you guys have any else to say i'm gonna hop no, on this. no right this was good Thank you. so cool the best kind of abundance is internal validation, which means this essentially. Even if I have no option, no girlfriend, I could still tell a woman no when she's being disrespectful to me and she's not following my identity. She's not in alignment with who I am. I could still tell her no. If you don't have anything and you're still willing to say no to things, that really just shows like that's the most authentic and pure self. So yeah, because I usually tell guys like, you know, when guys are struggling with girls, I'm like, if you had 10 other girls, would you really be doing this? They'd be like, no. Like, of course, right? So you need to act like that. The best kind. Shout out to Logan. Yeah, shout that out guy. to Logan. Yeah. Uh, we did a collab with him as well. Mm -hmm. So you guys could check that out. Um, controvert viewers. Um, going back to this, what we just talked about, high value women or boss babes, right? Mm. So if you said no to a boss babe, like one of those girls who have their head up their asses, like they're <laughs> super confident. <laughs> do you think that would work out though? And if a guy wants to chase that, what what do you mean would it work out like if for example a guy wants to chase a high value woman mm -hmm. and if he says no to her like for example he comes across your video and he's like i should start saying no to this boss babe so that i could pull her in i could attract her well it's, it's very important to understand the context of this right so like what i was saying here is that uh, a, a okay so i get this question a lot a lot of guys are like hey man if i have options right a bunch of women to sleep with or i have an option my girlfriend whatever right whatever your arrangement is as a man um if he a lot of guys they say like i have abundance because i have women in my life i'm like eh, wrong you don't have abundance because you have women in your life that's that's external validation internal validation is saying that i even if i have a girl in my life or i have girls in my life i'm still happy with who i am so it doesn't matter, it's not predicated, my abundance is not predicated on whether I have things or not. So for example, people who wanna become wealthy, right, just to just go off topic for just a moment on the, on the example. If I wanna be wealthy, right, I should believe I have wealth inside of me, right, so I can attract more and manifest more money-making opportunities. But if I keep thinking I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor, well then I push that away. Right. So even though objectively I may not have a woman in my life. Right. So before I ever met Atiana, like when I was single, I was like, okay, I want to have a girlfriend. And this is kind of like what, this is what I want. Right. I'll have like a list of certain things. I have a certain criteria. So I was positioned for her. Right. Because I manifested it for her to be in my life. Right. And again, I, you, you mentioned the word chase, right? Yeah. 
I, I never, I want to be very careful here with this. Like chasing is not something that a man should ever do, nor should a woman ever do too. I pursued Atiana, right? And she pursued me. In fact, actually, she's the one that really went heavy on pursuing me in a healthy <laughs> way though. <laughs> the way you said it is such smug. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a it was in a very healthy way that she was uh, pursuing me. So like, and I wanted to make and you see that's very important for guys to know because there are guys who are like, no, well, women are never going to do anything like that. No, women will do that if you're coming from a place of non being non judgmental, right? She could already feel that I wasn't going to be judgmental to her and I'd be like, oh, really? You like me, huh? Like, well, I'm high value, so that's the reason why you like me. You know, it wasn't like that. It was just more so like, damn, okay, I like you too. Let's so, go on a date. So I got a question. So like, you know how sometimes like uh, men encounter like dry spells? Yes. Yes. So like in that case, how, would you recommend a guy that's like severely like uh, in a dry spell to like kind of let um let, let it slide a little bit, you know? Where what do you mean let it like, slide? Where uh, she's like, uh, instead <laughs> of saying no. Let it slide becomes, in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Okay, so you're saying like, okay, so just to make sure uh, I understand you, Dalen, you're saying that like, let's just say based off this advice, but the guy's on a like, I don't know, eight month dry spell and he sees a chick that is not really his type. Should Mm -hmm. he still pursue her regardless? Or if she's like disrespecting him, but he like, he sees that like, oh shoot, maybe I have a chance. No. But he's like super. If he did not know about this information, okay, Uh let's say he's my client. I would say absolutely not. And if he did not know about this information before and because out of desperation he wanted to break a dry spell, then I would be forgiving of it, right? I'm not going to be mad at him or anything. But, like, Mm -hmm. if he's my client and he's not listening, he's like, yeah, man, I saw this girl that built, like, a refrigerator and she, (laughs) like, she was, and and I wanted to sleep with her because she, you know, because I'm so desperate. I'm like, bro, you know what? This woman has feelings. Okay, mm-hmm. and you are totally messing with her because sex is not something that is very yeah, I'm curious. light. Wait, wait, I'm confused about the building a refrigerator. What yeah, would you read that <laughs> up for? She's like on a heavy side. She's a heavy set woman. Oh, 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 building a refrigerator. Like, built like built, a refrigerator. Built like, yeah. Oh, built like a refrigerator. yeah, built like a linebacker. Oh, built like a refrigerator. See, rock carry two of them. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, okay, so this is really important, guys. Like, I had a, I had a, I have a, I have a guy that I know, and he. Um, he w- was going to go on a date with this woman who was like completely not his type. And he's like, yeah, man, I've just been having these rough nights where like every time we go out, like I'm trying to, you know, sleep with the girl and the girl keeps saying no to me or she gives me LMR, last minute resistance. So I found a date with this girl and I look at the picture of the girl. I'm like, bro, this is not your type. Is this your type? And he's like, no. I'm like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because I want to sleep with the girl. I said, bro, you understand this is a, is a human being, right? She has feelings. She's not just a, a vagina. She has feelings. And she has, and she has like, you know, a past, she has trauma and you want to screw it up, screw her life up even more. And he's like, oh crap. And he started getting really sad about it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, tell this girl, no flake on her, bro. Or just don't flake on her, but just tell her, Hey, I, I, I'm not available and just let her go, man. Let her find a man that actually wants her. That's my whole take on that. It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's deep. So like you see that like as men, like, um, do you take that men like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect women in a way if, if they the do that spell. yeah it's both parties both parties get screwed over in the end so the man gets screwed over because he uh he lied to himself and he's lying to the woman that he actually genuinely cares for now let's just say the woman's like look i'm not looking for anything i just want to you know have sex with you and i don't want anything outside of this then mm-hmm. okay fine if as long as there's two the, the two adults are consenting on that right mm-hmm. now the woman's like oh my god i've been looking for a man oh my god you complete me and he's like yeah, yeah i complete you and then he just bangs her out well then that's really screwed up right 
But if they both agree to it, then you know, no, nobody gets harmed in that situation. But that's the thing. Like I think Logan mentioned about like having side pieces, right? I'm yeah. sure like side pieces, they're not the main piece because they're not up to a certain level of looks. Right. right? So that's, I mean, that kind of a little bit in a sense, wouldn't it contradict it? Because you have a girl that's probably like a five, that's your side piece mm -hmm. and you're lying to yourself. But it's like, also Logan's talking about, you want to build a roster. So it builds confidence, right? So, well, okay. So Logan and we agree on a lot of things. That's why him and I, we often like chat with each other on live and everything. Uh, I would have to know the whole context of that. I feel like that's just like a soundbite. I'm not like saying you're taking anything out of context, Panda. But, yep. you know, I, I don't believe that a man, it's a requirement for a man to have to build a roster. So I don't believe a man needs to have a bunch of women to build confidence at all, right? I think a lot of reason why guys go based off this uh, mentality is because they're misguided. They don't have a father figure. See, they can have a father figure in their life, but maybe their father didn't teach them about the principles of dating and just how to be true to yourself, right? And a man does not need multiple women to, to be true to himself. He does not need to be confident. Go ahead. Yeah. Maybe he does need to experience it though. What if like this guy, like 40 year old version, he never experienced it ever, like ever had the chance. And then like, he really wants it, you know, like maybe that might throw him off in some type of way. If he never experienced. Well, well, let's look at it this way, right? Mm -hmm. I don't dis I do not disagree that talking to a lot of women, meeting a lot of women is not beneficial. I, I mean, excuse me, is I, I do not believe it's bad for a guy to talk to multiple women. And I say talk just talking, right? But what I do have a problem is that he's like, okay, if I just talk to 60 women in my lifetime, then I'm complete. Or if I have a 10-girl roster, then everything is good. I don't believe in that, right? I want I want to know why do you want to have a roster? Why do you want to talk? To, why do you want to sleep with multiple women? Because a lot of guys, see, here's what happened. I've spoken to guys like this before. They have slept with 50-plus women. And, and they still have the same mindset? They have the mindset that are like, they feel empty inside. Still? Absolutely. 100%. Okay, this is important dealing. The reason why... <laughs> yes, yes, teach it. Unload, lo, unload the on The reason me. why guys feel empty after sleeping with multiple women is because they have based their value of abundance on how many women they slept with. As opposed to like understanding what is that they really wanted internally. Because you can have, let's say, a five-girl body count as a man. Like, you only slept with five girls. And if that fifth girl is the right girl for you, she treats you right, she cooks, she cleans, she's, she's loyal, she's beautiful. She, like, just does goes out of her way to, be, to stand up for you in so many different settings. And she's so compatible on so many different levels. What's the need for go to sleep with more women, right? If he's just a slut. Like, what if he just well, has a thirst and probably this vagina just... He gets tired of it. It's kind of like that's possible. Yeah, like, oh, right? you know, it's, like it's possible. I've been driving the same car for years. I want to try something new. Right. So there are men out there. They're going to be like, well, you know, I, I still quest. I still thirst for more. Right. But I, I would have to know with this guy, like, what is it? What is driving you to want to like, you know, sleep around or whatever? So right. Because it's unnatural. You think it's there's some type of deeply rooted trauma that invokes a guy to act this type of way. I, I would have to know the situation, right? And it's very contextual, Dalen. So it, there could be, see, a lot of times, again, guys will sleep with multiple women because they think that that brings them abundance, right? Mm -hmm. I don't believe that sleeping with a, a bunch of women is going to necessarily fill any kind of void. 
-hmm. So that's what I'm saying in that video. If I don't have a girlfriend or if I don't, if I'm single and I don't have anyone to sleep with or anything like that, I stand up for my boundaries, my principles and my standards over anything else. And if, and if I can uphold those things, I'm staying true to who I am. Mm -hmm. That to me is the most important thing. It's just being true to yourself. Okay. Um, let's, I mean, that's a good point. It's like mind blowing right now. <laughs> are, are you really? Is this mind blowing for you? I mean, I, what's your, I, what's your reaction? Cause it, it's, you look Say what like, you really want to say. Dude. Yeah. Come on. Well, I mean, I feel like after I reached or I passed a certain like body count, I felt like kind of like no, like kind of less motivated to like, or not less motivated, but like, I kind of knew what I want after that. Mm -hmm. If that made sense. Okay. But what's that number? I mean, if it's okay that we talk about that, like, what's no, that number? About that. <laughs> I mean, said, look, okay, you know what? Maybe that might be sensitive. That, that I, I didn't mean to, and I don't want to put anyone here in a compromising situation. That's not my objective here at all, right? Yeah, he's I like, I don't want to want anyone to talk about that either. Yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't mean to put anyone in a compromising <laughs> no, situation okay, here. Okay. Yeah. So I'll say this. Let's just go based off that, right? Whatever number that is, right? If that number is a number that you feel you're satisfied with, because like it's different for everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. It's so subjective. Like a lot of guys are like, I need to sleep with a hundred women. Some guys are like, I need to sleep with ten women. Some guys, whatever it is, right? Um, if the goal, right? If the goal is just for you to, if you feel, I guess the the thing for me at the end of the day is like, if you come to some kind of conclusion, right, that I slept with X amount of women and I'm now want to just. I just hope you're not settling or compromising, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to get in a relationship and stick to one girl, beautiful. That's because like you feel like you're at a juncture of your life where it makes sense to do that. That's how, that's what I would say. And again, my bad. I didn't mean to <laughs> pose that question. I appreciate you guys. I'm very grateful for you guys. I don't want to. <laughs> uh, <I'm, laughs> that was not my intention at all. Sorry. He's like a he's like a little bro to me. So that's why I kind of try back him up. But um, I appreciate I'm that. That was very, very good of you. Also going to add to what Dalen said, not because he's like the little bro or like my, my co-host, but also for me, right? Like I see it as like leveling up. Mm -hmm. So before also the same, where when I slept with enough women, I started to gain that confidence, understand mm -hmm. women a little bit more, right? So I think they also kind of mentioned this sometimes in, I was, I came across this video just the other day. It was about like how you should, practice talking to like girls you're not that interested in so then you actually un unlock your conscious mind where you could understand what really makes a girl attracted to you because sometimes with women that we are really super gung-ho about like we're, we really attract like we're really attracted with this girl we get really nervous so mm -hmm. we don't perform well so i i see that personally for me when i talk to girls i'm not that interested in then when i understand what i do differently then i could apply that with girls i'm very interested in then i go up in levels so then in the end i could unlock the girl that is my dreams um i mean i've i've pretty much done that a couple times that's why i've had girlfriends obviously but i mean things didn't work out because of personality differences but you know what i mean yeah so i see it as levels but um, for the sake of time, sorry, I, I know you probably might have things to say. So yeah. we're going to move on to the next video. Sure. Let's talk about why men cheat. So this is a like IG later live side. Though, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long 8 o'clock right now. And honestly, I'm still freaking jet lagged. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. So 
Yeah, I'm a little bit jet lagged, but you know, I feel the need that we got to talk about this because it's a very important topic. Do you have a TLDR um, for us? Why do, do you remember what you said? Just out of curiosity for all oh, everyone who's just jumping in right now. like Because it's Instagram Live, there's just so many things I'm talking about here. It's like it's things start ramping up a bit more when Logan when Logan comes on. That's when... Uh, I watched the first minute or two, but for the sake of time, I think you did mention like why men she was like to build confidence or something. Uh, why do you guys believe that men she? <laughs> or if yeah. I did so say... So let me start I mean, with like and, my and whole again, theory on this. Right. Again, it, like, it might have been you might just taking a soundbite. Men cheat because which, they're again, afraid. No, no I'm just gonna oh, say it straight afraid. up yeah, like sorry. that. Sorry. Right. Men cheat because men are afraid. Mm. They're afraid yes. of sharing the yes, truth. I, they're I stand afraid by of that being statement. honorable. Yes. They're afraid of being a man of integrity. They're afraid of just women cheat because they're afraid as well. Yes. 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 Now the motivating see, when I say that men cheat because they're afraid, because if you're going to pursue the act of cheating is the result of not sharing that you're being intimate with somebody else with that person. So you're afraid to confess that, right? Mm -hmm. If a man or woman were to cheat in a relationship, then they need, before they do commit the act of cheating, they should just let the partner know like, Hey, either I'm not interested in you anymore or Hey, I'm open See, to. That's the problem I have with that because mm -hmm. I think with the Asian community, I feel like, or just like Asians in general, mm -hmm. they are not as open with like polygamy as you know, non-Asians or so. Mm -hmm. Like, so if we, if we honestly say that they would just like not even want to sleep with us at mm -hmm. all. So it's not like a hookup. And I feel like at that point also, you're kind of promoting like a hookup environment. Right. And then you said to kind of find the, the one, like a girl you really like. Right. So, well, I'm not, I wouldn't say that's uh, necessarily, uh, I wouldn't say it's promoting a hookup culture. Right. Mm -hmm. Because look at the end of the day, if the man wants to do something with the woman or the woman wants to do something with the man that she's, that they're doing behind the back, they've already made that decision that they're ready to sleep with another person. Right. So, that's not promoting a hookup culture. That's just like maybe there's just something in that person. Either they're checked out of the relationship or it's because they just want to see another person on the side. But I do believe it's important to communicate that if you if you have an interest to sleep with somebody else, it should be explained as to why you're looking to sleep with somebody else. So then that partner would be like, well, you know what? man, this is extremely uncomfortable and wow, thanks. Because it's going to shatter the person. It's 100% going to shatter the, the receiver of this information that I'm looking to sleep with another person. It will shatter them. It will be a very tough moment and I wouldn't expect that person to be like, oh my God, jumping with joy. Yay, Can, you know, thank you for this new discovery of yourself. It's going to take a lot of courage and a lot of uh, not judging that person to be open to something like that. So I agree with you that I don't think it's just a cultural thing, even though I can see it in the Asian culture, they won't be open to that. But in any culture, it's just really in the human being. Nobody wants to be like, oh, I'm in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. Now I want to open things to polyamory. I don't think anybody would like that, right? But that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with polyamory. There's nothing wrong with monogamy as there's nothing wrong with polyamory. But what's more important is are we being ethical in our communication? If he is communicating with her about the new discovery and she's communicating with him in the new discovery, and both parties can set that, you know what, let's just keep staying in this relationship. If you want to do that, let's create a list of boundaries. Let's create an arrangement on this. So that way we're not lying to each other. So there shouldn't be any skeletons yeah. in the closet. But why do people have polygamy, though? Let me ask you that. Well, it could, that's a very good question. It, it, you know, it could be like, 
it could be a multitude of things, right? Trauma could be something that is like influenced by this. It could be like, if you're such a desirable human being and people are coming after you all the time and stuff like that, and you're just like, hey, look, like I like to have a mane. And if I occasionally want to sleep with a girl on the side or if I want to have like some side pieces, right? That could be one. Now, I'm not going to name this person. This is a good example. I'm not going to name who this person is, but there's one guy I know who has a fiance and he's about to get married with her soon, right? He also has side pieces. He also told me that there's a woman in his life that he met and he was really smitten by her, like completely into her. And I told him, okay, do these people all know each other that you're sleeping with all these girls? And he said, yes, every, they all know I have a fiance. Fiance knows I have side pieces. I say, okay, well, why do you want this? Which is answering your polyamory question. Why do you want this? And he said, well, my concern is that I don't have long-term attraction. I don't feel I'm capable of doing it. So what I end up doing is like, if I sleep with a girl, she loses attraction for me in the long term. I have another girl that can replace her, right? So I say, okay, that's a problem because now you're going based off external validation. So if that girl likes me, I'm doing a good job. But if the girl doesn't like me, then I got to replace her with another girl. Now, I don't feel like he's doing polyamory in a authentic way because deep down, I like sleeping with multiple women. Just, just deep down, this is who I am. I just love it. I love the fascination of it. I love the discovery of it. He's doing it based off external stuff as opposed to internal. So that's where I have a problem and I have to help someone like that. Hmm. Okay. Well, I want to go back to like how, you know, side pieces, right? There are right. more women or just guys whoever right like men or women that you don't really find that much interest in okay, okay. say that's the assumption mm. so then if you're not okay with how people just hook up with people who they're not that interested in mm. um, then how come you don't have a problem with polygamy or polyamory I don't have a problem with anything that a person wants to do as long as the two adults are being consenting on it, right? So if, uh -huh. as long as there's the authenticity panda, there's yeah. transparency, and there's no skeletons in the cloth, nothing gotcha. to hide, then anything is fine. Okay. So and as long as they're open and they already discussed it, right? Absolutely. Gotcha. Right. So I have one question is, do you think um, naturally or like um, biologically we were wired to pursue monogamy or polygamy? That's a very good question. Men, or women. I, Men are, are, I mean, both. Because throughout history, yeah. you see like kings and all these right. like people that are like hypergamous that are like really up on the hierarchy that have all these access. I, I would say this. So going back to his video, yeah, I disagree in the sense that I just think that men cheat because they're sluts. Like as simple as that, dude. There's a there's a video there's a video where it talks about like men their sperm could like. Uh, impregnate like half the population or something like this some statistic right <laughs> whereas a woman could just only have like one child right the female reproductive cycle comes around once a month for a man it's every day for each sexual act the woman's one egg is matched by the man's 120 million sperm cells now let's do some calculation 120 million sperm cells a day every day as opposed to one egg a month every month means assuming all the cells are viable that it will take only 30 men to impregnate all the women in the world. This points to one clear fact. A man is, by nature, polygamous. So that's proof that men are just sluts by nature. You know, so we have this, <laughs> we have this 
um, calling where it's just like we need to fuck as many women as we need to as possible. Even if we have like the tightest vagina or the nicest body, I still feel like it's kind of <laughs> like food, right? I'm sorry. Like I know some women, if they see this, they might be upset, but I'm going to use this as a metaphor uh, example. So for example, do you guys like sushi? Love sushi. sushi. It's good. Good sushi, right? Yeah. Sushi's like probably top tier on your list or something like that. Assuming that. <laughs> so say for example, you have someone who's like really fit, nice body and then sometimes you don't want to just eat sushi all day right you right. want to try mcdonald's sometimes sometimes <laughs> I, I mean so sometimes uh-uh. you know like you, you, <laughs> i mean hey he said that at the start he said he he said he likes the simple things sometimes right yeah. you like nice things uh-huh. but you like simple things at yeah. certain times too right? right so i mean you don't you don't agree with that metaphor but you agree with the food thing, right? Sometimes I get you what get, you're saying. No, I get what you're do you saying. Do you eat McDonald's? Just, I do. Okay, I do cool. eat McDonald's. And I get what you're saying, but it was just the way that, that you said the it. Metaphor. As a woman, yeah. yeah I yeah. just had to, gotcha. had to express my uh-uh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, but like, I mean, that that's just how I see uh, men. Like, they're sluts because like, even though they have something really good, but they still want to try something different, like what we talked about earlier. I, 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 first of all, I, I appreciate the, the disagreement on this so we can talk about something that's so important and controversial, right? Hence yep. like the podcast. Um, I believe that, see, here's my thing. I, I disagree with the word using slut, right? So slut is a, is a demeaning word and I'm not trying to be like all like, you know, like, oh my God, don't be, sl- <laughs> you know, don't call me a slut. I'm not saying it that way. Right. Yeah. Because like I have even, I've, I've. Like when a woman says I'm in my hoe phase, I don't even disagree. I disagree with this. I don't think a woman should say I'm in my hoe phase. Look, if you want to be promiscuous, go be promiscuous, right? Like if I think I I believe in honoring your sexuality, right? So if you like to sleep with a bunch of people, you should honor that. And that's fine. As long as you're communicating with someone who's close to you and let's say is a consistent sexual partner with you, you need to communicate with them that, hey, I'm a guy or I'm a girl that likes to have sex with a lot of people. And that's not a slutty thing, Right. Uh, I believe the biggest thing, Panda, about this is that it's not that men are sluts by nature. It's that men like to have choice, free will, and autonomy. So if I want to be a guy that wants to have choice of sleeping with other women, right, that's something that I will have to communicate with that person, right? So choice is good. We as men like to have free will, and so do women too. But think about it for us men here, right? We want to have the ability to like decide whether this job is right for us. We want to have the ability to pursue a form of education that makes the most sense for us. I believe in choice. And I feel like choice is what's driving so us here, not being sluts. That's a male personality, having choice? No, it's not. It's will. a women thing, too. I'll just speak on behalf of yeah. us as men. Uh, women want to have but choice, it's stronger too. With, with men, right? Yeah, I'm just saying as us as an example, so okay. men can relate to us on that. That I think choice, it's not just, it's not a, it's, it's it, for both men and women. Having the ability to choose how you want your life to turn out is powerful. None of us here wants to be slaves and wants to be sheep, right? So if we have the ability to say, okay, I like this job. Like we don't want to be in dead end jobs. We don't want to have businesses that fail. Go ahead. So I have a question. Yes. For uh, choosing like uh, your options and stuff. Sure. You know how like before traditionally women didn't have as many options as they do nowadays. Okay. Before it was kind of like arranged marriages. They didn't have anything. It was kind of like you have to marry who your parents say or whoever was in control of you. Right. Do you think nowadays, 
now that women have all this option is kind of screwing up with the system that men had all these choices before and now women think that they have all these choices kind of screws up with um the hierarchy of things because in reality if women think they have all these possibilities but uh they're so deluded in reality they don't have a lot of choices that could kind of uh screw up with like the relationships and stuff you, I, you see what I'm trying to get? Absolutely, at? 100%, Dalen. That's a great question. Here's my answer to this. I do not believe that the way that the world is now, it's a threat to who I am, right? I met Atiana at the club, and there is feminism going on. There's wokeism going on. There's all kinds of things that are going on in the background, right? Mm-hmm. But what I, what I told, what I have explained to her multiple times when we're having our little lovey-dovey moments is like, you know, when I saw you, I just turned off all the background noise. I turned off all the people. And she was even with a friend when I met her too. And I just like literally excluded everybody. My circle of people that I was with, her friend, I just looked at her. I just stared at her and I'm just like, damn, I'm really attracted to her and her presence, right? So yes, can women having more options, having access to dating apps and you know Instagram and people being flown out to Dubai and all that, absolutely that can be a threat. But I don't think that should be something that you're focusing on as men. We should be focusing on our identity, being true to ourselves, and being able to really honor everything about who you are, turning off the bad as much as possible, like bad, like and and, and, and mitigating the impact of it on ourselves and turning up the good, right? Mm-hmm. If you do that, feminism, boss babe, independent woman, right, all that does not exist. I know it exists, but it doesn't exist in my world. Naughty, naughty. Like that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. But, uh, Atiana, I want to ask you. Um, yeah. Do you agree with feminism, like right now, like how it works? Like in what regards? Like the way he mentioned it. Like, I'm sorry. Can you repeat it? In like a negative connotation. Kind of where feminism is kind of hurting men. Is that the connotation you're getting at? Well, I would say it's even, it's hurting, it's hurting women, if anything. Okay. So should I help her with this? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, you, Panda. So the common rhetoric, babe, about feminism is that, that men are complaining about is that feminism has made women want to be so in their masculine to the point where like it emasculates the guy. Like it forces women to have to wear the big boy pants. They won't let men lead them. They're offended if men say, hey, I'd like to pay for the tab or hey, I'm, I would like you to be the person that, I, I would like to be the person that leads you. Mm-hmm. And it gets them to the point where like the women are just like, no, I have to do everything. I gotta make all this money. Just, on, just to sum it up, baby. Makes sense so far, right? Yeah. Okay, so a woman, for example, is now like, I gotta make six figures as opposed to staying at home let's say for my children and raising my children. But they still expect the man to pay for the dates. Even though there's that too. Yeah. There's all kinds of levels of feminism. Probably a double negative to us. Yeah. He's pan is absolutely right about this. The last thing I was going to say, did you understand the point where like, it's encouraging women to go out to work and pretty much like not even procreate because they're like, I'm about making six figures. So what ends up happening and a lot of guys complain about this or make fun of women for this, that when they become 40 years old, they made all this money, they're super accomplished, they have all these accolades, and then they're like, well, we're all the good men. Well, that's because when you were working your ass off the whole time you're f- and you pushed away all the good men, you were so focused on your money and and just being a boss babe. Mm. That That's what men are complaining that feminism has created in the modern day. Are you not aware of this or? Just... Oh no, I am, you are I, am. Okay. I am, I am. I was just seeing like in, in 
you know, in, like in his context, what he was right in your context of what yeah. you were saying. Accolades, that's um, a good word, man. <laughs> I think that society has, like, feminism has done that to where a lot of women feel the need um, to overpower men. I, I think that's true. You know, I don't think that feminism is a bad, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, um, but I think that the meaning behind it is somewhat of the issue. Like, I don't. I'm not saying women shouldn't be boss babes and women shouldn't make six figures and go out for what they want to do, but I think it's the meaning behind it of, oh, I'm doing this because men suck. You know, I, I need to be above men because all men are cheaters or something like that. It's the meaning that you put behind it. It's yep. like, for me, like I want to make six figures, but that's for me. It's not because yep. I want to overpower my man or it's not because, you know, I'm trying to fill some type of void, you know? So I think that's where the issue comes in is the meaning behind behind it. Yep. Damn, babe. That was some game right there. <laughs> Let's freaking go. That was game on both of you guys. Thank you. Appreciate really that. Well Thank you. Holy shit. Thank you. Okay. Um, Thank you. I think um I think I'm pretty out of things to talk about today. Um I mean, we did promise forty minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we we kinda hit that mark almost. Uh Daily, you have anything else? Uh no, not really. You guys want to talk about anything else like before we just end it here? Um, I would just say, so first I'd like to begin with just like a, a parting, uh, just piece of commentary for men and women that listen to this. And also, uh, I'll, can I also share like where people can find me and everything, right? Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Sure. Appreciate that. Um, and then also, can we have Atiana just like have that moment as well to sure. share? Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. I'll, I'll, uh, you want to go first, babe, and then I'll finish off. Um, yeah, sure. I'll go first. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. It's my first podcast. I'm like super nervous. I hope you guys can't tell. Um, <laughs> I can't even tell. <laughs> you look shut us up. You look Perfect. so calm. <laughs> good, good. That's the modeling right there and the acting. Yeah. Um, anyway, my name's Atiana Alex. Thank you guys so much for having me. You can find me on IG at Atiana, A-T-I-A-N-A -A -A dot A-L-E-X. Cool. Awesome. I'll put a link too. Uh, so just a piece of advice for everybody here. Like, you know, at the end of the day, guys, there's a lot of noise, right? And this podcast does a great job with um, bringing a lot of issues at hand that we all need to talk about. And my whole thing is that I believe that everybody should understand the issues. Everybody should, it should tap into like what's going on. By the same token, I believe that it's important that we take out the noise of life, like the whole feminism and like men high value, women high value, all that stuff and just focus on being in true comprehension of who are you, right? And honoring every aspect of you, even the ugly, the bad, the scary, the, the the being afraid. We need to honor all that because when we go deep into the core of who we are, that's how we can prevent the cheating, the, um, the disloyalty, the disingenuous sides of ourselves. Yep. And I, I just want to say um, how much appreciation I, I, I have for you guys. Thank you so much Thank for having man. me on the podcast. Panda, Dalen, really appreciate you guys. Great questions. Uh, thank you, Atiana, for being on this podcast with me as well. And I just want to share public praise for Atiana for you know being a great partner in my life, great girlfriend, and uh, looking forward to all the future things we're going to have together. Uh, the last thing I'll say is my Instagram is Coach Grand Cam, so that's G R A N D C A M. Uh, you guys can follow me on uh, TikTok, YouTube, and I have and I represent the company, the Grand Mail. So thank you guys again for everything. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Just some last things I want to oh. say. Um, <laughs> before I before I ended it, uh, I did have something I wanted to add on to 
where you talked about how you don't focus on a lot of the noise, right? Mm -hmm. But then you just focus on yourself. So what this podcast is like, we want to talk about controversial issues because not a lot of people are as aware of what's going on in the world and they let it affect them. So we bring out controversial issues so that Mm -hmm. the more we understand these and the the less you you really need to know that you shouldn't worry about these things you will be happier with yes. yourself. Yes. So that is the purpose of Controvert Podcast. Um, just final words again. Thank you guys so much for Absolutely. coming. And Appreciate this you. was a really good conversation, man. I, I had some really gauging questions. Mm. Um, Dalen, anything? Last final words, bro? It was a good session. It was nice having you guys on. Had a really good time and enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. And then <laughs> we will see you guys next time on Controvert Podcast. Make sure to subscribe like this video and follow them too i'll put a link down below and instagram tiktok we're on everything dm us if you want to be guest speakers and we will see you guys next time peace out guys peace